true origin of our country's native distilled libation is hazy at best. What we can say with some confidence is sometime around 1770, whiskey distillers in Kentucky started storing their spirits in charred wooden barrels. These hardworking farmers and businessmen were simply trying to make a living. Little did they know that over two centuries later, three of America's native sons would be inspired by their discovery to come together in discussion in an attempt to understand everything from the perplexing to the absurd. A symposium on discernment, if you will. This is an examination of life. Welcome to the Bourbon Chronicles. go happy sunday everybody happy sunday you got a frog in your throat or something man man was, was that kelly or me you barry white hamilton hamilton <laughs> what P. Is, Neal. well i think it's it's my allergies man i'm telling you the pollen outside when your white car is is lime green then something's not right yeah my truck is yellow at this point and, it's, and half of the pollen that's in the air is in my nasal cavity at this point um Whew. gentlemen introduce yourself my name's alan Hey everybody, I'm Kelly. And oh, I'm supposed to introduce myself. Yes. Like, Hello, <laughs> I am Nicole. Hi, Nicole. Hi, everyone. I'm Hamilton, ladies and gentlemen. This is Volume Five of the Bourbon Chronicles, and I was doing some quick math. Uh, if we have 95 more episodes, we'll be at episode 100. Nice. Wow. Good thing he graduated fair. kindergarten. <laughs> Good thing you're a financial planner to figure stuff out right? that out real quick for us. Good thing you're a banker. <laughs> hey, you know, but that's it's so it's a milestone for us. Uh, it's our fifth episode, and we didn't think it would make it past one. So we did have some uh, some great, uh, interesting things that happened for the show this week, and we want to talk about them quickly. One of them being that, um, well, we had kind of a little issue with the name, the Bourbon Chronicles. Yep. Um, so. Uh, there is a what, Steve Akeley. Is that his Steve, name? Steve Akeley. Steve Akeley. We're going to mm-hmm. give him uh, some some promotion uh, this afternoon. So Steve is is a guy that wrote uh, books about bourbon. He's got a great following on Instagram, and he has a couple of podcasts. One called the Bourbon Show, and there's another one that Firewood Fire something chats or some anyway. Um, so. <laughs> But he also has a podcast called The Bourbon Chronicles. Right. right. So we um, we came up with the name. We tried to pin it. I think it was January 9th we came right. up with the name because it was no, or it was it was the the national championship football game. Um, we were running sprints at a soccer field, <laughs> and Kelly comes jogging in, and Kelly goes twenty Ham- minutes late. Twenty minutes late as usual, <laughs> and Kelly goes Hamilton. I, I got an, I got the name, and nonchalantly said Bourbon Chronicles, and we were all like, that's it. So it was over. So we get the Facebook page. It's it's not taken. We go to get the Instagram page, and lo and behold, the Bourbon Chronicles is taken. Bourbon Chronicles isn't. So that was the first time that we knew something was up, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so long story. Uh, being, I'm going to shorten up the story. So we called him. Uh, and we basically uh, offered him uh, some money because we, we love his name. Uh, we didn't have to beg. Uh, he was a little taken aback at first right. uh, when we asked, like, how could we? Uh, but then he said he would give us a call back, and I think he did some research and saw that we have a you know pretty decent following on Instagram and Facebook. So he thank you he ex- everybody thank you everybody. So he accepted our offer. So we get to keep the Bourbon Chronicles name, which was Yay! huge, which was That's huge. a big victory yep. this week. We win. And then the second thing is that happened this week. 
Yes. iTunes. Oh, we're on iTunes now, people. <laughs> there were so many things that happened. I'm not Why sure where you were going. Why can't read with his mind? No, <laughs> not personally, know. but for yeah, the show. So Alan did all the, um, the background work, getting our RSS feed up. So we are officially a podcast now, which is awesome. It was so cool to see our picture and our name and all the things that we do up on there. Alan's commentary on what the shows are. It's like, hey, this is uh, not not that WSOS hasn't been awesome for us, but. Well, we know both. none of it would have happened without WSOS right. and Kevin and Nicole. So thank you all. That's right. Don't thank forget you guys. it. Yeah, we, we could, don't. Nicole could pull the plug at any moment. But that was the uh, that was <laughs> the holdup. We wanted to do iTunes quicker, and we would have been able to do it or sooner. But uh, we were I, personally, I wanted to wait until we knew we had the name locked down. That's right. That's so right. thanks, Steve. Thank you, Steve. Yeah, if you're you're listening, which we know you are. So the Thank cool you. thing is we can actually tell people how to get a hold of us and we can use our name because you fought so hard to keep it. If uh, you have a product or a business that you want to feature on our show, shoot us an email at bourbonchroniclesradio at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on SoundCloud. And now, like we just said, we're podcasting. We are blowing iTunes. up. Man, we're everywhere. We're all so over all, the place. All 15 <laughs> fans that we've got, man. I it think was, my, but it started out as three. And I just found out my, my mom oh, and you my brother tell, are can, listening right now. Can so. you tell, would, would your mom get What's mad up, mom? You, what, ha, what you told us last night about you were driving around with her? <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> all right. No, um, well, we'll find out when I get home if she gets mad about it or not, but. Because um, you still live with your mom? <laughs> no, <laughs> my, mom heard her back this week, so she stayed with me for a little while, which is which is fun. But so we're riding around yesterday. We're um, uh, I put the Bourbon Chronicles show on the uh, in the radio in the car, and she recognized Hamilton, your voice, and Alan, your voice, and you guys were talking to somebody named Kelly. And she goes, <laughs> "Are they are they talking to you?" <laughs> like, yeah, Mama, that's my radio show. <laughs> but she, to be fair, she didn't know I had it. But um, she's uh, she's a new fan, so we That's have great. all the moms, right? Well, so we got a we got a packed show. Uh, Jeff Clout, former PGA uh, tour, and one of our good friends is in the studio with us uh, uh, at around five thirty ish. He's going to come on. And he's going to tell us some great stories. We're going to talk about bourbon today, and our bourbon that we're going to talk about is um, Old Rip Van Winkle. Oh, so, yeah. Alan, uh, tell us a little bit about it. So it, the, the it originated. In the pre-prohibition years, I'm not exactly what, sure what year. Um, it was, it's produced by the Sazerac com- Company at Buffalo Trace Distillery. It's 107 proof or 53.5% alcohol. It's uh, aged 10 years. It, it came to the market or it was reintroduced in 1972. Um, and the price point is about $60. All right, so what do we know about this? Um, I know we all did a little reading on it. Um, uh, you know, the best bourbon out there is Pappy Van Winkle. According to Pappy most, Van Winkle? Pappy. According to Pappy Van Winkle. According to well, Pappy According Van to most bourbon enthusiasts as well, but I have a have a little bit of a theory on that. We we, can, yeah, we'll talk about your yeah. theory, which I don't know if I agree with. Well, I mean, I, mean, I could probably agree with That's it. That's fine. No, most well, people don't. There's a reason. There's a reason. <laughs> we'll talk about it at so 6.05. Yeah. Just <laughs> Perfect. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Alan. No, I was just saying. It, it, there's a reason it's so hard to get, and it's because it's really fantastic and, bourbon. And we're talking about Pappy. So uh, today we're talking about Old, old rip, rip, which is different. It is different, and people get that confused. But it's part of that family. It is. Um, so uh, Julian Van Winkle, uh, which uh, I guess it, his nickname was Pappy. Uh, is who the bottle's named after when you're talking about uh, Pappy Van Winkle. Uh, he was the president of uh, – actually, he started out as a salesman, right? Mm-hmm. For Weller, W.L. Weller. Um, and then it, it went to his son, and his son held the company for several years, Julian Jr., uh, and then uh, the board of directors, I guess, voted to shut it down. I'm not sure what happened there. I'm sure there's a great story. Um, so he wasn't going to be outdone. So then he started yet another – or no, he brought back the label Old Rip Van Winkle uh, from pre-prohibition. Um, and he did that because he wanted his son, the third, uh, to have a bourbon to be able to to keep the family legacy going, That's which right. is pretty cool. Um, yep. And then um, – so I guess – in, in that started out in, in May of 2002. They joined Buffalo Trace, um, and uh, they have a line. Pappy has a 12-year, a 20-year 
uh, and then Rip Van Winkle is is ten year. Isn't there a twenty five or twenty three year also? There's a twenty five year. I know. No, they're getting ready, ready to release that. Well, twenty five coming up this spring, I think. Yeah, there's a lot of buzz around Van Winkle right now because they're getting. Should ready we to go ahead and release. get in line right now? I, I I think we could get in line. I don't think it would matter. <laughs> well, first of all, we need to get approved at the bank to get a loan to buy it. I think right. It's 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 yeah. not cheap to. It's not cheap to buy, number one. I think the 25 is maybe $1,200 or $1,500, I think, is what the retail price is going to be, and it's going to be more than that. So I'm out. Yep. (laughs) I'm not going to go pick that up. Man, I know. (laughs) I'm hoping I can just watch somebody drink it. I'm not sure if I can afford to do that. But so I'm going to throw a curveball, okay? I'm going to talk about my theory. I'm not going to wait till 6.05. I'm going to do it to you now, Hamilton. But my point is, is is Pappy or Rip, I mean, Rip is uh, what we have here today, and it's really good. But it's, you can't just walk into a store, or your corner store, and pick it up. How, it's, it's hard to find, right? How did you? How did uh, you? This is your bottle of Old Rip, correct? Or, Our bottle? Oh yeah, because we all went in on it. Yep. Yeah, we all picked it up from, from Drew. Drew. Mm-hmm. He okay. saved it for us because he knew we wanted someone. He knew we had the show, so thank you, Drew. But, thank you, Drew. But again, not Pappy. So you know, I have a theory that, especially in this common marketplace where you can buy anything and it's here in two days, that the things that are near impossible to get are just considered that much better. So it's really hard to get your hands on a bottle of Rip. It's almost impossible to get your hands on a bottle of Pappy. But I'm, I'm curious is a lot of these bourbon enthusiasts that know all the tastes and everything and they know all the different and how much it costs. If you blind taste tested three or four of the top bourbons that aren't as hard to get next to a Pappy, could they tell the difference? Being uh, will it? it Will it? I don't know. I mean, uh, Blanton's. Blanton's, Booker's maybe, something that's got well, higher Wouldn't higher they brew. be able to tell the difference in the flavor, the taste? They might, but is it? Is it? I mean, that? the quality is one thing, but the flavor is another. I, I mean, I, I think I could pick Blanton's. You think you could pick it out? Yeah, I, I think I could tell the difference between Blanton's and Old Rip. Uh, but as far as the quality goes, you know, I'm no expert, well, The quality is so. definitely there. I'm not, I'm not saying it's not good. I'm saying that it's so sought after because you can't get it. Where you can buy, you can walk in and buy uh, Blanton's pretty much at any store. It's great bourbon too, but you can buy it at any. You know, Not anymore. It's hard to store. get that too now. Well, it is. It's getting harder um, now. I was lucky enough to get a bottle of twenty year Pappy Van Winkle. Um, yeah, and don't act like you're surprised because you guys had some. <laughs> no, of it. I had it, but I'm, I'm remembering it. It's one of my fondest memories. Uh, and so uh, I got it from someone that's very close to me, mm-hmm. and. Um, I had it in my house for a, a year. So if someone would come over that I knew would appreciate bourbon, we'd pour a little uh-huh. um, and, and I'd share it with them. And then there was one day, uh, Memorial Day, a couple of years ago, um, I, I, I had maybe a, a, a third of a glass, a third of a bottle left. And um, if that much. And I, I always I mean, Alan and I have known each other for Thir- yeah, a long time. Well, 2005 is when we moved in, and you all were already there. So we've known each other for a long time. Yeah. Um, but we didn't really get close. Um, and I wasn't close with you, Kelly, until really it, we bonded that Memorial Day. Correct? Until you opened up your pappy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Like, you're you my guys best are friend. so shallow. <laughs> you're my new best friend. <laughs> so, so how did we happen- just become best friends? <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> so we were doing crawfish. Um, and, uh-huh. uh, and so. Uh, all the guys kind of just uh, left Allen's house where we were we were starting, and we went over to um, uh, did we, who, did Aaron's we go house. To, oh, did we went to Aaron's yep. house. Uh, and how many guys were there? Maybe wow. s- seven. Too many. And everybody brought their bottles of bourbon. So I'm like, hey, I've got Pappy Van Week on it. Well, it's you like just the record went. You just wanted to outdo <laughs> yeah. it. You, you were a one-upping us is what yeah, you were doing. Was, well, yeah. he did. He did. I did. So he, he just like kinda, two-upped us. He, he, he did the drop-the-mic version of bourbon. He walked in with the, the But it, you know what? Here, here's what I'll say about all of that. It, and uh, you guys are going to take my bourbon away when I say this. But it was – I would have rather shared it with people uh, and watched their face when they drink it than mm-hmm. sit at home and drink it myself. Uh, and I truly mean that. And it was really a cool uh, situation. But here's the downside of it all is that I left the bottle at Aaron's house <laughs> in, his, oh, no. in his recycle yeah. bin. I remember throwing it away in his recycle bin. And now that bottle is worth something. Well, yeah. It's worth quite a bit. I think you looked on. Yeah, You can buy, especially the stolen batch, the batch that was stolen if, whoever has a bottle out there save it if once you drink it because you can go on ebay i've seen uh, empty bottles for go as high as five hundred dollars on ebay <laughs> wow. 
So you had a $500. We could have paid for some of this show yeah. with that money. Yes, some of it. But, so you, you had an empty bottle of rare um, bourbon that yeah. we just threw into the recycle bin. I'm sure it Aaron got it out. You know he got it out. You yeah, think he's so? probably looking at it right now, listening to the show, <laughs> and saying, nah, I've got his bottle. <laughs> he did move into a new house on the river directly there after right. you put that in his recycle bin. So that's my Pappy story. So hopefully we'll get to, <laughs> we'll get to try Pappy. Um, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to try this bourbon. We're going to talk about it in a couple of segments. Um, and we are going to be right back after this song. Just a little longer Stall your mother Disregard your father's words Close the laundry door Tiptoe across the floor your clothes on I've got all that I can take Teach me how to use the love that people say you make Teach me how to use the love that people say you your parents' car I just saw a shooting star We can wish upon it We won't share the wish we made But I can't keep no secrets I wish that you I dreamt the whole night long I woke with a head full of songs I spent the whole day I wrote them down but it's a shame Oh, 
I know you did. I had to. <laughs> All right, that's Avert Brothers. My favorite Avert Brothers song called Laundry Room. And I want to say this really quickly because Alan does not like the Avert Brothers. We, <laughs> I hyped the Avert Brothers up yeah. so we much. We both did. They came to Jacksonville uh, in the fall. Mm. We got a big group together. I told Alan and Allison. We I said, rented a bus and everything. We rented a bus. <laughs> I told Alan and what Allison. A waste of money. Uh, Allison is we Allen's talked about it better for like half. four months straight. And I about how great it, it was going to be. And I said, "Look, if you guys don't like, I knew I've seen them live before that six times. I'm and, like four, yeah. And it's one of the greatest concerts. Always. And I said, if you don't like it, I will give you your money back. And let me tell you what, they stumped. They were. In they they played every. I, it wasn't good. The it second, wasn't it was, good. It was first of all, it was in the Jacksonville, uh, whatever the. Did I ever get my money back, brother? No. <laughs> oh, it, it was in Jackson in the Memorial. Yeah, uh, it was in yeah. the whatever the. It wasn't in in an amphitheater, which they played really well in the St. Augustine Amphitheater. We saw them there the year mm-hmm. before, and they flat killed it. Like if you had seen those two shows, have uh, you ever seen them, Nicole? Unfortunately, no. I was supposed to, and I got the flu Don't when bother. they were at the amp. Don't no, bother. seriously. It's, it's, it's no. They are. They are. No, I tease, I tease. They're probably pretty good. Usually, I can listen to just about anything live. I'm, I, I, any type of music and anybody, if they're live, I can usually enjoy it. That was just a uh, my that point, was a bad concert. My point was, if you had seen those two shows back to back, the one they did the year before and that one, you would have thought it was two different bands. Like it was th- their their show in Jacksonville downtown was so slow. Yep. and just like sad and i have a good uh danny went and uh, danny and kara said that they're huge avid brothers fans and they said yeah. the same mark walzak's a huge avid brothers fan he said the same it just yeah. it wasn't a good show maybe but they were just sleepy maybe they were tired maybe we give, were sleepy give them a break. we were not we were so ready yeah we were hyped uh, up. we were we got a butt like alan said we got a bus and everything and then we drug alan down there and he was like really guys and now he's just it yeah he'd never go to another concert with us ever again <laughs> Oh, so um, to change the subject, yeah, to change the subject. So I'm I'm tired of talking about the Avert Brothers or Avert <laughs> Brothers. So listen, if you have a product or a business that you'd like us to feature on the show, just contact us at our email address, which is bourbonchroniclesradio at gmail dot com. And like Kelly said before, we can also be found on Facebook, Instagram, uh, SoundCloud dot com, and now on iTunes. Yes. All right. So Nicole. Yes. So we were we went went uh, home after the show last week, and um, my wife Nicole said, "I have an idea for you. Um, the wives will get together, and they will come up with a question, and we don't want to tell you guys what it is. What's this? And we were going to text it to Nicole, and she is going to read it to you on air, and you have to answer it. What? So is it my turn? So to you ask have the, the question? question? I do have the question, Alan. Oh, oh, oh boy, <laughs> are you ready? I don't know. Do I win something if I get it right? Maybe. Maybe. I have some peanut butter pretzels. Right. That are actually Hamilton. That I've got. Okay. Okay. So, are you ready? Yeah. What sitcom best represents your family? Oh, my God. What sitcom? Yes. Oh, my Lord. You have 10 seconds. uh, Uh, Good times. Oh. Good good times. Is that the same question for all of us, or do we get different questions? Yeah, you're up, Kel. Oh, the bad thing is I'm not the father. I'm JJ. So, oh man, uh, sitcom, hmm, the Cosby Show. <laughs> wait, wait, who's well, Bill? I think there's a Cosby. <laughs> wait, wait, why have you guys picked two African American families? <laughs> Those were the best shows when we were growing up. Yeah, I'm just buying and time I was, over my here. My first inclination was to say the Dukes of Hazard, but they were they were. That wasn't a family. Yeah, it was like not. It, that, that was, was Uncle there Jesse. Was no, there was no mom, nephews, right? So I wrote down what I thought Hamilton was going to say. Oh. I really hope that I'm right. Oh, there's no way. All right, don't say yours. I'm not. Oh, I'm not. But um, I'm not going to say it unless I'm right. I would say. Oh, you know what? Um, I would say the Brady Bunch. I knew you were going to say that, but that's not accurate. It's it is to me <laughs> because accurate. Carol Brady <laughs> is Explain the this. Carol Brady is the best mom. And oh. Oh, no, honestly, it would be Growing Pains. Oh, that would be oh I didn't even think yeah. about that. What'd one. You, yeah, what did you say? What did you That's think? Not what I, I'm not right. I'm not. You have to now. No. You told us you, you, you can't do this. <laughs> no. So to be fair, did our wives tell, tell you? No, they what did they th- not. But well, I, can, not I can get that. Yeah. yeah, I can make that. Happen. They should have. So what was your guess? What, what was the For guess? you? Yeah. Everybody loves Raymond. 
I, I could, it could be. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, I could see that. My yeah. brother just texted and said the Adams family for, for me. <laughs> 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 or the Jeffersons. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're moving on up. Hey, so which wife came up with that question? I want to know. That I um, do not know. Well, Nicole, have them, have them text that wife, information Nicole, in. sent that to me. Have them text that information okay. in because that... Nicole, text me, I please. I want to know. Mm-hmm. So that was good. That was, was fun. Call me off guard. I'm sweaty. Are you sweaty? Like I'm like sweaty all the time. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. That made me very nervous. <laughs> I know. Me too. Are we going to do that every week now? Yep. Oh, God. Hopefully not. It's not just sitcoms. Though. That is fun. We are in trouble. Dear heaven. So what are we going to talk about? I know we've talked a lot about a lot of things that we could talk about. So we're, what, what, which way do we want to go? Well, so I guess, I mean, it's a week old at this point, but I thought the, um, I thought the Oscars flub was, was pretty interesting with the guy getting the, the wrong, uh, Envelope to announce the best. I'm sorry. Picture. What happened at the Oscars? Yeah, yeah. I, heard, I heard nothing about it. <laughs> we talked, but I guess what's kind of made it relevant is that poor guy's gotten death threats. Apparently, the guy Aww. from Price Waterhouse. Yeah, as, as he's from Price Waterhouse. All he did was deliver the envelope, or he, what he picked it up from somewhere and on the table. And but didn't he the, hand the wrong? Didn't he pick up the wrong envelope and hand it to Best Actress, whoever it was? Yeah, yeah. Best. So Warren Beatty. Best. Is it? Is he culpable at all? Is Warren Beatty? culpable for opening up and going this is no this not best at actress all. not at all and i'll tell you what i read i think he about is. it which i thought was interesting and i watched the video again not that i watched the oscars but i did see the video he, this part. he did you, he watched it. you always say you didn't watch it I but didn't. you watched I it but so i saw the video and <laughs> he was actually looking for a way out he saw that it said best actress but it had that the name of the movie whichever movie and he exactly. tried to hand it to the lady and next he to tried, him. He was, he was like, like, here, you, you read see, it. <laughs> he can, you could see in his eyes, he was asking, is this right? Wait, what's, what was uh, Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway, right? I don't remember. Is that is that who the, the female was? Not sure. You can, you but can, I know he tried to get her to read it. Oh, well, okay. For what he does for a job, okay, yeah. what he's an actor. Okay. Can you not figure out a way to, to say, act like you know what's wait going a on? second, wait a second, this doesn't look right to me. Hey, right. Instead, he just smiled. And it was such a fake smile because he has so much work done because he can't stand, <laughs> right? He, they, these actors can't stand to look old. Yeah. So they want to have work done and it looks fake. And then why? It, it's what he does for a living. Just so take Kelly, a step back and say, wait you, a second. You hear Hamilton now. He's ridic- ridiculing these people for, for facelifts. You watch what? 20 years from now. He's going to be the one. To get, 20, ooh, five, he's gonna be, five years. Five no. years, you think? Okay, five years, he's going to be stretching that face back. What, are you Are you going <laughs> to Botox? No, bo- no you, Botox. Oh, I, are, oh, are, are totally you already? Botox. Botox? No, I'm not yet, but you I, would I will. Do? Of course I will. You're going to get a bad batch and get it's like bacteria in your head. Come on. Yeah. Who wouldn't? I've got this. I already have a line on my forehead that I have thought about going ahead and putting Botox in it. Don't you all look at me like you wouldn't. Look at my hair. It's all gone. <laughs> all I did was shave it just because I'm like, I'm going to go ahead and beat you to the punch and shave you all off anyway because you're leaving one by one. So, I, don't, I don't care. You're Matt Lowry. I don't care. So Nicole Neal picked the uh, song that you guys had tonight. The, the question, you mean? Yeah. The question. Did I say song? Yeah. yeah. Sorry. You said song. That's all right. That's all right. We'll let it go. Yeah, Hamilton, you're going to be all stretched out in a few years. Well, so back it. to the Oscars thing. And Do you all think that there's a conspiracy there? No. To make why, why would there be one to make the Oscars relevant? Like, is that kind of what? Because I know what you mean. It, it was uh, the Oscars were buzzing for a week after the show was over, which usually and, it's it's dead. Like, what? Who cares? And they get the pictures wrong anyway. And so I'm who sure, cares who and, won the award? And the Bourbon Chronicles are talking about it. Yeah, a week oh, later. And yeah, we're, are we sending them a bill for this? By the way, <laughs> well, here there's a road I could travel down right now, and I don't know if I should, hmm. but there is a road I could travel down. Um, is it less or more traveled? Uh, it, is it kids safe? It's yeah. definitely kids safe. Well, go right. for it. Do it. So, if we remember, if we back up in last year's Oscars, and Alan, I'm going to leave him out because he doesn't know anything about this, but there was a big uproar because there was no African Americans that were nominated, right? Um, and basically, people like for were best actor, actress, for best, or whatever for best picture, none of it, right? Okay, and then. What I didn't know, though, is the the Academy, they completely changed and diversified the Academy, okay? okay. I, I, di- I didn't know that until a couple of days ago, which it makes a lot of sense now. Right. So they diversified the Academy, and then what you had this year is you had uh, the best picture was an African-American picture. 
Well, there were th- weren't there three? Yeah, hidden fences. And but those were made way before last year's Oscars. Like those those films were probably put into production two or three years ago, right? So it's not like a knee jerk reaction. No, no, I'm not to- saying they did those. Okay. For that, I'm saying that because of the the board was more diversified, these got credit Good. as before okay. that they wouldn't. And credit due because they're all. Great films, right? Well, so. but then I look at someone like uh, uh, um, the guy that won for Manchester by the Sea, Kat- Casey Affleck. Mm-hmm. Okay, he won Best Actor. I've heard from everyone, and I haven't seen Fences, but they said Denzel Washington was off the charts in that movie. So I'm thinking he's off the chart. Oh, oh I said Denzel. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's my favorite actor. So <laughs> yeah, it, I haven't seen the movie yet. It, it's I believe it's out. Of, or I believe I can uh, go and rent it now. I don't know. Yeah, fences. It's on so, iTunes. Yeah, so, but so. but here here's maybe not a consp- conspiracy or maybe it is. But I feel like that th- there's no one's supposed to know who the winner is. Right. But it seems to me that like La La Land, the, the director won Best Director, but they didn't win Best Picture. Yeah. So I feel like that they might probably know who wins what, and they make sure they make up for it somewhere else. Does it? Do we need a Best Director? course you do why because if you have all right so if you directed the best film why isn't your film best picture like well i don't know i don't understand yeah, different right, categories like, because the egos hey, by the way, of we the directors you- need to be stroked as well maybe so. maybe it's just the extra category you can't leave them out all right we're doing uh tonight tonight we didn't feel like an hour was enough for everybody so on facebook live tonight <laughs> from 7 to seven thirty, over time we're going to uh, be talking about the show if you have any questions about bourbon which ones to drink we're going to be talking about that um and so please check us out and it's uh, free and it's free and it's great publicity can how do you say that publicity, publicity for us uh so tell your friends about it here's alan's songs easy top shh
So that was for Allison. <laughs> that's when you walk through Allen's front door, that automatically that's his doorbell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're lucky enough to have um, our good friend, um, our neighbor, yeah. former PGA golf pro, Jeff Clark is with us. Hey Jeff. Hey Jeff. What's up, guys? What's up, Jeff? How's it going, man? All right. It's been a while since I've seen you. <laughs> Yeah, right. at least 30 40 minutes yeah and you're like sandwich away i've got a good picture of you sandwich on your lo- away. from the house <laughs> well yours maybe yeah no, i couldn't hit your house with a sandwich if i was 10 feet from it but <laughs> uh, jeff's here with us um he is doing a golf tournament at palencia um and it's um uh, athletes versus epilepsy uh jeff tell us a little bit about it how it came about sure. uh, and then we'll talk about you okay. uh, and your story Right, so it's uh, we're having it on April 10th out there at Palencia and um, benefit the Epilepsy Foundation of Florida and the Athletes versus Epilepsy. And I've had uh, epilepsy since 2006, and and it, so it's always I've played in a bunch of pro ams through the years, and it's always been something that I've wanted to do was have a a charity golf event to help you know raise money. So now. I, I've recently started working with Perfect Golf Event here in town, and um, we're in charge of uh, helping charity pro-ams, and it's easy now for me to help put a tournament on. So looking forward to it. That's awesome. We're, yeah. We're, we're distracting Jeff because we're, we're – Exactly. <laughs> we're looking we, at these bottles of – technical difficulties of going bourbon. on here. I don't, I'm not sure what's going on Headphones here. Headphones switching around. Yeah. Jeff, um, um, this, is like yes, a, this is like a clown show in here. <laughs> All right, wait. So this is what happened. Oh, there we go. This there is live go. radio, people. So Jeff comes in, and we only have four mics, yeah. so we got kicked off a mic, and uh, now we're all trying to figure out what to do. But we're, we're here. Jeff. So we're here with Jeff oh. Clout today. Yeah. <laughs> Could you just start our over? <laughs> Can we edit this? <laughs> no, that's good. Everybody sees what our neighborhood's like now with you guys on the radio. Yeah, it's pretty that's bad. Right. Pretty bad. Hey Jeff, so tell us a little bit about uh, your story about how sure. how you found out uh, you know your diagnosis with epilepsy. Yeah, so I was in Knoxville, Tennessee, and playing. I finally made a cut in a Web.com event. I was in like fifteenth place, and uh, that was one night when I was sleeping. Shannon had the privilege of being there as well. Shannon's his wife. Yes, yeah, Shannon's my wife. Wonderful wife. Thank goodness. I've been lucky enough to have her. Yeah, all through this stuff. Yeah, she's pretty cool. Yeah. So, were you actually in a tournament? Yeah. When the, yeah. When the, when... I was in a tournament. Had a seizure, tonic clonic seizure that night. Uh. So I was obviously forced to withdraw. And uh, then it was like a month later, Scranton, Scranton, Pennsylvania. I had missed another cut. As you can tell, this was a great year. Oh man! Wow. Yeah. And uh, I was in my buddy's RV and had a had another seizure so at that time it was time to go home and uh get some help figure some things out see a neurologist so then i got put on some medication and things started you know things were good so, so um you, uh, we were doing all right was this the story that you told me the other day where you were what were you how, how high were you in that tournament i was 15th place okay yeah doing well first time 
been, you know, that was, what, five years, four years into playing on the web.com? What year did you get your, your did you get into the, did get your, your PC? Yeah, card? 2008 when I graduated. Okay. And uh, lucky enough on the tour, so. I think a lot of people probably assume that you can diagnose epilepsy when you're young, right? So that you've carried it your whole life, but you were, what, in your late 20s when when that what that was yeah i don't even know gosh yeah late 20s so it just came, and just came out of the just came out of the blue yeah it came out of the blue of the tournament yeah so yeah well, never man, know god bless you for starting a new tournament that yeah that's no, gonna be awesome raise some awareness. have some yeah it's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be really good I only have about five six more spot i mean uh five sums left we're gonna play five sums so awesome. something different Nine nine par threes and nine yep. normal holes. So, as these pro ams get uh, a little monotonous, so this one's going to be a little different. What's the highest handicap, and can I make it with a fifty? Sure, anybody <laughs> can play. You pay, you, you play. <laughs> it's just going to be a scramble. So nine par threes from one hundred fifty one hundred fifty yards. Hole in one, you make ten grand. So we were chatting around before the show and you mentioned yeah. something pretty cool cuz i grew up my dad was a huge golfer he was a, he was a great golfer so was my granddad so i grew up watching the sport and all these guys to me were just like legends and here you are first of all our neighbor which is fantastic so i'm a little bit starstruck honestly <laughs> yeah, right. but then you're saying um your mentor that right. you grew up here in, in north florida was it would you say rocco media Who'd yeah rocco and uh so yeah, I moved, we moved here in '86. My dad was the golf course superintendent at TPC Sawgrass for you know 20 years or so. So um, I grew up playing the stadium course. Yeah. And uh, Rocco ended up he went to Florida Southern College, and that's where Shanna and I. She was already there, but I ended up going. Yeah. And uh, he followed. So the yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. You know, I had already signed before I met her, so. That was, uh, got lucky, but, um, yeah, so we played a lot of golf, a lot of golf. What was, and, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. So used to hang out with him at his house and teach me certain things. And, like golf tips? Yeah, I mean, Because he knows tips. that you're going to beat him one day, right? If he oh, yeah, right, yeah, he's doing quite well on the senior <laughs> tour right now. He's doing yeah. all right, and I'm at home here, so. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, so. what was the highest ranking that you got in a tournament? I finished fourth. Three times. Where, which tournaments were they? The Honda Classic and uh, Las Vegas and we're out at Milwaukee. How, how, how? I asked you this the other day. What mm-hmm. place were you at TPC the year that you played it? I finished the players. Uh, yeah, I had fortunate enough to play it twice, and I finished fourteenth uh, or thirteenth. I think it was. That was oh nine. Okay. Does the seventeenth? Is it? It's really that bad, isn't it? It's I mean that mental to hit on. But that. He plays that course I all the time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. no, I definitely. It's it's uh, during a tournament. You know, you got to. It's a little different than going out and playing with your buddies because you know if you don't hit a good one, you scald over the green. It's you know not going to be very good. Yeah, the, there's no there's no chipping. No, back there's no the like dropping another ball and saying, yeah. "Oh, I might get him." You know, hitting another one here, guys. So that that makes me think of of what I wanted to talk to you or ask you about what. So, what's your favorite hole? I've heard some golfers say their favorite hole is is number sixteen at, at TPC. What's your mm-hmm. favorite hole? Not necessarily at TPC, but right. I mean, I've had a chance to play a lot of tremendous golf courses through the years, and uh, I would say the favorite hole had it would be number seven at Pebble Beach. Oh wow! Yeah, out there, one hundred and thirty yards or so, and having a chance one day it was calm as can be blue skies and just sitting out there looking at the ocean was a pretty special place what's your favorite golf story my favorite golf story and this is actually not even while i'm playing golf you know but in a tournament i had missed the cut gosh i gotta stop talking about these missed cuts but <laughs> i've missed plenty jeff yeah Don't worry. right i never made one that was when i had not played well at the uh at bay hill and I wanted to go up. I asked the, the guy, the locker room attendant is, you know, Mr. Palmer here. And he says, yes, let no me. Way. And I wanted to go up and say thank you for having us, you know, a great tournament. And I had a chance to go up there. And Shannon ended up going up there as well. And we sat there. First start off, we were just standing there saying thank you. What a great tournament. Appreciate everything. And he's like, hey, guy, have a seat. 
And we ended up sitting there for about 15 minutes and having a conversation, you know, with him. What a legend. And uh, that was tremendous. And uh, that's something I always, always remember. That's a great story. So Jeff hangs out with us when we have our Sunday fun days. Mm Mm-hmm. You guys kind of ruined that. How have I never heard that story before? I'm not sure. We never asked. Because you're drinking bourbon, I yeah, guess. I guess so. yeah. Too much. Man. You probably can't remember it. I think I've heard no. it. Have you really heard it? Well, I, I, I know how to answer that question just because I know Jeff, and that's because you're probably one of the most humble and quiet guys. Very true. To, to have that's that resume and that much success <sighs> and not just – I would walk around me. with a T-shirt that said – uh, I'm, I, I, would, I have all the statistics I've ever had, and I'm wearing on a T-shirt, but you don't like to talk about it, which is which is uh, no. That was that was something that even that was something I always remember for That's sure. Really cool. And yeah. now something very special. So April 10th, uh, Jeff's doing a, a golf tournament: athletes versus epilepsy. Um, some of the auction items that they have: uh, Jim Furyk uh, round of golf for four at TPC is going to be an auction item. Yeah, we got some great great auction items and. Uh, Couple that I'm not going to talk about because it's going to be little surprises. So oh, was that that was no a no no okay. you're all right. Oops. And, <laughs> so, no, that's good. You so know. is Jim going to play? Is he going to be in the foursome? No, at TBC, no. yeah, he uh, he's going to you know foursome. It's actually going to be a fivesome because there's going to be four of them. Wow. So, so yeah. So you get to play golf with Jim Furyk. That's, yeah. That's and, very cool. uh, you know, a few other things we're working on. We got a sign flag from every Olympic. Uh, golfer last year that got a uh, a medal you know first oh, you know bronze gold silver and they're all signed in the color wow. they finished that's cool so yeah matt you know kuchar is nice enough to give me that so he's he a gave good a friend few. of yours right? yeah we grew up playing junior golf and you know i've known him since gosh ninth grade and same with bubba watson so trying to work with bubba on getting some things so flag signed by him in the masters and uh commissioner beeman's gonna be out there who uh through the years he was when my dad was uh, at TBC Sawgrass with somebody I got to know very well. So so we have how many? Six? Uh, yeah, about six fivesomes left. Okay. So we're going to get up to about 24. So we're at, you know, 18, 19 now. So and it's the, moving pretty well. The moving website very, very. is athletes vers, uh, versus or com, And we're also going to put up um, on the Instagram and Facebook page um, links. Uh, links and uh, also a, a flyer about the tournament. Uh, I have one other question for Jeff. You guys have anything else to ask? No, I just I just would like to say, how is it hanging out with Bubba Watson? Is he's a bulldog and? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. That's well, you just try to forget you, about uh, that. You, uh, <laughs> you're just no. Nah, I mean, hanging gator. out with Bubba, it's always you know, it's you never know what's going to happen, and playing practice rounds with him and everything. So you never know what you're going to get. He uh, he's something else for sure, yeah. but a really really good guy, good Christian. Go guy, so yeah, well, go Gators. That's cool. <laughs> even though I'm, a, even though I'm a wannabe Gator, everybody, you know, we uh, we're gonna on the, the last segment. We're gonna talk about Old Rip. We have been drinking it, and we think it's fabulous. We're gonna talk about it. My last question for you, Jeff, yes. and again, thank you for coming on. Uh, is it true that Shannon is better than at golf than you? She used to be very, very talented. Yeah, the one she used, you know, to used, used to be. Used to be. Yeah, oh, she used to be. Yeah, you just yeah. called she her won. out. Yeah. Well, uh, so you can stay on she, my couch tonight if you want. Yeah, that's right. perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She won two national championships at Florida Southern. So what? she got me there. So wow. I did not know that. She, Again, too, you guys she, are too humble. Can we put like she, a billboard uh, in your front yard or something? She was uh, very, very good. So oh, I can't wait. To yeah, she her. did beat me a couple times. I'm sure through the years. So. Thanks for coming on, man. Absolutely, boys. Thanks, Jeff.
Kelly, where are you? Kelly, Kelly. Thank you. Come back, Kelly. I'm here. And that was Shaky Graves, one of my favorite, I don't know, indie artists. He's got a label now, but um, that dude plays the guitar that way and uh, kick drum and tambourine, all of his feet. Uh, we've seen him live here a couple times and uh, just one of my favorite artists. A buddy of mine sent a YouTube clip to me of him, I don't know, three, four years ago. Just fell in love with it and just so happens that about two weeks after I saw the video, he was playing here in Jacksonville, so... Had to pick that one. Let's talk about the bourbon, man. Yes. You sound so like upset that you have to talk about bourbon right now. No, that's that that old Rip Van Winkle is really good. Yeah. So I was doing a little research about it online and uh the second grain they use is wheat, and wheat apparently makes uh bourbon a little sweeter. And this is really sweet, really good. Even for a hundred and seven proof. It is fantastic. A little, a little hotter than I would typically like, but so if, this I want, is so smooth. It is great. And I want to be clear, I I, don't, I think it's great bourbon, and it's absolutely worth all the praise it gets for taste. I'm just wondering if it's it's so highly acclaimed because it's so hard to get. You're just up. a hater. I am a little bit. It's like Franklin's Barbecue in Austin, Texas, is commonly rated as the best barbecue in the country. I mean, come on. I mean, how does anyone know that? All I know than, is Jeff Clout's going back for glass, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I mean, th- this guy sells out a barbecue in two hours because he just only makes so much. So people can't get it. So they're always clamoring to find v- it. Vanilla, cherry. Right. Um, it is spicy. Uh, I, I think it's really good. Yeah. It's really good. It's fantastic. Kelly, we have food. We do. So Kelly's Soul Food Kitchen. All right. So because I struck out last week with the lamb. It I was. Went, it, I, hey, wait a second. It uh, wasn't bad. Uh, oh I've been waiting on that. that I've like been waiting week? to do. You saved that. Wow. I'm impressed. Wow. That was a pretty good dad Sorry. joke. Dad, oh. oh, I see what you did there. 
So this week I went extra hardcore back mainstream, and I did what's called a bacon bomb. Have you ever heard of that? No. Okay, so thankfully, several years of training with my wife, she knows how to weave, uh, like, um, uh, she knows how to knit, crochet, all this kind of stuff. She makes pot holders and a weave, so she knows how to weave bacon into, like, a mat. So we took a weave of bacon, and then we took Jimmy Dean's sausage and rolled that on top of it. And stuff that with cheese and sauteed peppers. Oh, my Good goodness. Grief. I'm, so, I'm sorry, sauteed mushrooms and onions. And you call that a bacon bomb. Oh and we're going to pass gosh. this around. Have you guys try it? Because um, I think it's, uh, it's heaven. Ooh, do I go. get to go first? Yeah, pass it around. Pass it around. Try it. Good grief. So that's this the bacon bomb. Really you put it on the exciting. smoker. It smokes for about an hour and a half. And it's about the size of a football, like a small deflated football. But... Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, this is we 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 do this uh, Sunday Fun Day. You've never pulled this. So is that, that is amazing. Did I come back? Is that a you good did. comeback? There. But, okay, hold on. <laughs> Don't talk with your mouth full. You're being overly sensitive about the lamb. Wow. It's okay. It was good. I'm I'm overly sensitive in like general. Lamb, but your lamb was really good. Okay. Well, do you like this better than the lamb? That is amazing. Okay. That's like a fancy Boom. bacon meatloaf kind of. It's yeah, kind of maybe. Alan. So what is it? Where, the, what's the bacon wrapped around? Sausage. Sa- Jimmy Dean sausage, spicy sausage. And you smoke it for about an hour and a half, and there you go. I'll, t- I'll put some pic- really the good. front door. I'll put some pictures of that on... Uh, I didn't even really taste the mushrooms. I'll put some pictures of that on Facebook, and we'll uh, we'll figure out that was delicious. how to do it. So, no. Didn't you guys hear me sucking my fingers here? <laughs> yes. So what, why were you late coming? What happened with it that, I'll appreci- that we, we're going to appreciate? Okay, so I have... Um, I have a big green egg that I smoke on. And the, the issue that I ran into this time is I always, I've been through probably six or eight different kinds of charcoal that I use, um, hardwood lump charcoal. But I've been using big green egg because it doesn't, uh, their own brand, because it doesn't put out too much smoke. It's just the right amount. But they're, um, they have these little tiny chunks. So what happens is it blocks the airflow. And when you have blocked airflow inside of the egg, it, it um, it's hard to regulate the temperature. So I had to. I realized it wasn't cooking the right way. So I had to actually finish it in the oven, oh. which is blasphemy. Oh, okay. No, it's not. Well, I mean, but I couldn't. Just these little bitty chunks of charcoal weren't working for the hey, airflow. Give me your bourbon. Get, put, no, give me your bourbon. No, if you I made had, a bacon bomb. I get to keep my. If bourbon. If you had not told us that, we would never have known. Well, I made him tell. Well, it, 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 it no, smoked. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that it's delicious. It smoked. So. It smoked for a good, a good, um, I don't know, thirty, forty minutes. But I just realized it wasn't going to get there in time. So. Um, but I know that um, there's another brand of uh, charcoal that I've used in the past that I'm going to go back to but because it's, it's way better, and it's called Fogo. It's a bunch of guys down in Miami that started it, and they're like huge chunks. They're like softball-sized chunks, and you fill the firebox with that, and you have better airflow, and it doesn't block off the little um, the little grates. So I'm going to go back to that and see if I can regulate the heat and temperature better. Yeah, It's delicious. Um, the charcoal wanna- is? No, you've the eaten food the charcoal. Is. Okay, the the bacon bomb is good. Hey, I'm glad you like it. You have a story about you. Do we have time? We have like an uh, minute. We always and... have time. Yeah, you yeah, ask that it's... every week, and we always well, we make time. So I was watching, so doing a little bit of research on the uh, the old Rip Van Winkle. I watched a video on w- with Julian. Uh, what's his last name again? Julian. Oh, Van, Van Winkle. Winkle. Van Winkle. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the last Burger Chronicles show. Yeah, I'm Thank out. you for coming. And we're out. <laughs> we just forgot the <laughs> So anyway, I watched a video with this guy, and you know how YouTube is. You, you, you get down the rabbit hole a little ways, and I saw there was another video that uh, the, the name of the video was Poor Man's Pappy. And so I clicked on it to see what it was about. It was short. And basically, this guy had a recipe for making uh, uh, Old Rip Van Winkle, or no, I'm sorry, W.L. Weller into Pappy Van Winkle. And what he does, apparently... W.L. Weller bourbon, which Julian Van Winkle the third says is one of his favorite bourbons to buy, um, it's the same mash bill, mash bill yeah. as uh, Pappy. So in order to age it, this guy, this guy on YouTube, buys these tiny little oak barrels, charred oak barrels, and he pours the W.L. Weller into the oak barrels, and he put keeps it in there for about thirty days, and when you break, take it out, you've got Pappy. Ooh. We yeah, just we gotta broke, try that. We're gonna we try just that. broke down Pappy. First of all, we forgot their name. Then we told everybody how to make it. Well, I didn't know what we're he was asking, and, and then but we, then it hit us both at the same time. <laughs> we are. Hey guys, join Winkle. us in an hour on Facebook. We're gonna be live. Yeah. Bring your questions. And next week we'll probably be called the uh, the Beer Chronicles because we're gonna lose our bourbon. Yes, <laughs> we've been blaspheming. 
Uh, also, uh, Bourbon Chronicles Radio at gmail.com. Send us an email with questions, anything. Jeff Clout, thank you. Thank Thanks, you, buddy. Brother. Guess what? Jeff's going camping with us. Yeah. So uh, well, we're going to learn some more stories. Thanks, Nicole. See you, say everybody. Thank you for holding on to your weekend just a little bit longer with us. See you.